You're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women leaders, founders, and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and make a bigger impact while enjoying the foods they love. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about one counterintuitive principle that actually helps you to get to your weight loss goals faster. And if you're like most women who are on a weight loss journey where you have found yourself, you know, losing and regaining the same 10 or 20 pounds over and over again, possibly for for decades, I that's exactly where I was for a long time. Chances are you've experienced these, some of these common um, struggles, um, like, for example, doing well for a while, but then falling back into old habits, or you feel like you can't seem to get back a certain amount of weight loss, or feeling like you only get to a certain degree or level of weight loss, and you can't seem to break past that plateau, or you, you know, you end up uh, losing weight, but then gaining the weight back again. And so, like I said, I've been there myself and all these things are things that slow down your progress, or at least that that's how it seems at the time. And what you're probably wanting is to be able to steadily make progress towards your goal without falling back into old habits, without like ruining that progress along the way or self-sabotage. And to be able to maintain a healthy body weight ultimately without constantly feeling hungry or deprived or like you have to micromanage your eating. So we're going to talk about like how to really, um, you know, get there, get to where you want to go in your weight loss journey in a steady, sustainable way that actually ends up helping you to reach your goals faster. So a common thing that I see that many fall into, a trap that many women fall into, and I fell into this trap myself. A common mistake that I see so many women who struggle with their weight loss make is thinking that it's not happening fast enough. And, you know, I've been there. This looks like, you know, you step on the scale, you see that, yes, you've lost um, a couple pounds, but maybe you feel like it's not enough. Or, you know, you do notice that your pants are feeling a little bit looser, but you look in the mirror and you think, oh, but, you know, I still am not where I want to be. And, you know, I understand why this is happening because we live in a society where everything has to be right now, right? (laughs) But the problem is, you know, when you keep thinking, oh, I should be further along, this should be happening faster. What's happening is you immediately discredit the credit. You, you, You don't give yourself credit for how far you've come. You know, which means what you're that means you'll you never allow yourself to feel successful. And what that means is while you are making progress, you still feel like you're failing. You still feel like you're bad about yourself. And so where does this feeling bad about yourself lead? You know, it usually leads to feeling guilty and it, you know, it can probably lead to more, you know, emotional eating or feeling like, you know, oh, I'm not where I thought I would be now. And so I'm going to try to hurry up the progress. And what ends up happening there is, you know, cutting calories way too drastically, which results in being miserable and unsustainable. And then you end up having a binge and then beating yourself up 
And then the story is, you know, no matter what I do, nothing works. So, you know, you can really see how this puts you just by this one thought that it's not happening fast enough. Can you see how it's just starting to lead to all these behaviors that are really self-sabotage? So by continuing to believe this and focus on not being there yet, you actually end up slowing yourself down. You actually end up making it take longer. But let me ask you a question. I get you know, that you want to you wanna lose weight, as much weight as fast as possible. You want to get there faster. But isn't it more important that you get there sustainably and therefore permanently? So would you rather get there as fast as possible only to have that progress be undone? Or would you rather get there once and for all? And would you rather it, you know, take a little bit longer if it's going to be permanent? Look, however long it takes is how long it takes. But either way, that time is going to pass. But if you want to make the most efficient use of your time and stop slowing yourself down, the best thing you can do is actually start to focus on the wins that you see along the way. And whatever you focus on is going to increase. Okay, so instead of going wow, I've lost three pounds and thinking, but I'm not where I should have, where I should be. (laughs) How about going, wow, look at everything that I have already done to release three pounds. So the the counterintuitive tactic is to celebrate yourself along the way. You see, the funny paradox is, is that if you wait until you already have the big goal, whatever that goal is to celebrate yourself, you're actually working backwards because you're trying to create that goal from being a person who doesn't feel successful yet. All right. And this is why um, the pillar, the first pillar of the embodiment method is an integrated identity, because this is designed to help my students to craft the version of themselves that already have attained the success they desire so that the actions, the thoughts, the beliefs that they implement now actually create the results that they want along the way. Because, you know, we can only actually create our results right now. You know, it's it's this funny mind-bending paradox in life where it's so easy. Our brain, the way our brains are, it's so easy to just think about the past and think about failures and think about mistakes or think about the things that we don't want or to project in the future and think about how far we have to go. But all of those thoughts don't actually create the results that we want. The create the results that we want that are, you know, five months, 12 months, 18 months down the road, they can only be created by what we do right now in this moment. So you're probably starting to realize why it's so important that you start acting from that future version of yourself right now. You see, if you see yourself as successful right now, you will actually celebrate yourself. You'll stop filtering out all of the positive changes you're making just because you're not at that final outcome yet. Setbacks won't slow you down so much. You know, you can make a mistake and you can learn from it, which counterintuitively and paradoxically actually expedites, not slows down your progress. See, we we get so stuck on, okay, I made a mistake. You know, I ate more than I intended. You know, I went over my calories. I said I wasn't going to eat uh, dessert and I did, or, you know, I said I was only going to have a couple of cookies and I ate a whole sleeve of Oreos. And it's that thinking of like focusing on that mistake that 
actually is what creates the slowed down progress versus if you were to look at that and think, huh, I ate a whole sleeve of Oreos and wonder what caused me to do that, you know, and what can I learn from this and bringing that curiosity into it, that would actually help you to learn something which eventually, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, (laughs) to quote Casablanca, but the more that you focus on the learning and approach it with curiosity and compassion, the faster you learn that lesson that's going to prevent you from making that same choice at some point on your journey. And the thing is that the lessons that you gain, they compound. See, this is something that it took me a long time to really get. And I understood it a long time before I actually knew it in my bones. And it's this principle of compounding. And it's very, um, it's so powerful. And it's so simple. It's so elusive. It's It evades so many of us because we have a lack of patience. And that lack of patience stops us from putting one foot in front of the other and taking those small little steps. For almost a decade now, I've had a a little picture hanging up beside my bathroom mirror. And it's a doodle. uh, I want to say it was from Carl Bach. Um, Like he's a cartoonist who just talks about like behavioral change and a a number of different topics. But the, the doodle just is just stair steps. And it says small steps lead to massive change. And there's an X and a Y axis. And on the X axis, I believe that's a horizontal axis if I remember my math (laughs) correctly. The X axis is the little stair steps, right? But the Y axis is pointing to that top stair step where all these little steps have added up to this huge progress, over time. But the thing is that we're not patient. We don't want to hear this. We don't want to hear like take small steps. We don't want to hear celebrate the small wins because we want the big change and we want it right now. So look at how you're being when you are wanting things to happen right now. It's always going to come down to how you're being. Everything is always going to come down to that. And this is something that I've been, you know, I've been looking at myself anytime I feel impatient or disturbed in any way, I ask myself this question, like what ways am I being right now? And what that gets me to do is to look at what are, what, how am I showing up? Like what is the character that I'm showing up with right now? Am I showing up with the character of someone who plays the long game, who really goes after the important things in life. Because, you know, you and I already know that the most important worthwhile goals are not the ones that you can get in a snap of a finger. And yet we get so impatient with ourselves when it doesn't happen overnight, you know? And so this is such a fundamental principle that overlooked and discarded in our society with everyone saying, okay, this, you know, the fastest way to to lose X amount of pounds and, you know, the fastest way to make a million dollars and all of these things. And, you know, what is it costing you when you're trying to hurry up and get there? How much time are you actually losing by trying to hurry up? So the counterintuitive tactic, you know, that I shared and I already stated it, but it's really to celebrate the wins along the way, because the, the more that you celebrate the small successes, 
you know, the fact that you got up and you walked around the block, the fact that you ate a nourishing breakfast, you know, the fact that you recognized when you, when you were full and you stopped eating or the moment that you you said, you know what, my body actually doesn't want ice cream in this moment and I'm going to actually listen to that, you know, um, or Maybe you allowed yourself to indulge and you did it in a mindful way, in a way that felt really satisfying and you recognize that, you know? I remember one of the first times that I, after really just kind of shifting the paradigm about around food, about eating, and I was sitting down to a birthday dinner for my brother and he had requested, um, he was still living Uh, with my dad and he had requested like pizza and Chinese food. And so my dad got pizza and Chinese food for him and he had like ice cream and cake and everything. And I remember just enjoying my family, enjoying the food and just being in this state of presence and just, yeah, so much presence, being so aware of not only myself, but also my surroundings, how I was feeling, just really because I had done the work to stop, you know, trying to numb myself, trying to avoid my emotions. I had done the work of really, you know, just getting in touch with my own needs and just really um, being able to navigate my world, navigate my relationships, navigate life. I had done that work. And so when I sat down to this birthday dinner, it was so easy to just enjoy that evening, that meal in the context of an overall healthy lifestyle. Yes, I was eating pizza and Chinese food and cake and ice cream that night. But in the context of my life, it was like, it was just this one moment that was satisfying, that was, you know, enjoyable. And I didn't feel the need to go home and and binge. I didn't feel the need to stuff myself that night. You know, I didn't feel the need to to stop myself from overeating. I just enjoyed the moment. And part of that moment was the food. Part of it was the company. Part of it was just being alive and being present. But it's when we can really learn how to slow down and be present. That's when we really speed up all of the results that we want in our life. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. So hopefully that gave you some food for thought. That's what I want to leave you with today. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on another episode of Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people and If you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools 
over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.